Welcome to another episode of Peers Over Beers, your favorite digital and social evangelist podcast with your industry veteran hosts, Michael Sandoval and Chris Tetzel. This podcast starts now. Hello, and welcome to another episode of Peers Over Beers. I'm one of your hosts, Michael Sandoval. And I'm the other host, Chris Stetzel. <laughs> the other host, Chris Stetzel. I don't know why I started laughing when we started talking. I thought uh, I'd say something a little different this time. Oh, well, you know, always something new. I, You know, uh, again, I always start talking about how we do a pre-show. And I always I, I always just think we should just record the damn pre-show. I know. As soon as we get on the phone, we should just like, okay, I'm just going to record. <laughs> yeah, we could just, then just delete or add what we or Yeah, yeah, now we just have the intro know? and uh, – uh, and then, and then we'll, you know, and then we run it. So we were just talking a little bit about, you know, to summate, some, to summate, to summarize a little bit about our, our chat, you know, we get into these little philosophical discussions about like how digital can be part of, where's part, where's it sit, right? And I think one of the frustrations you were in it, getting into, whether or not you want to, ex, you know, kind of expand on them or not, is like accountability, right? And we've talked about, um, well, first, I should say that I think digital kind of vacillates, especially when a company is going through digital transformation and they kind of, you know, start to ramp. A lot of these things tend to be in one or two types. They're in IT and they start off as an IT project, or it's a company in which marketing is driving it because it's seen, it's just seen as a marketing channel as opposed to an actual business model. And they kind of own some of it too, or it's shared or whatever, right? And it could be that I think in some of your frustration you were ex- expressing to me that you were sensing that there was a lack of accountability for digital, right? And how you're, you know, I don't know whether or not this is your situation, but you kind of like, hey, I want to do some things on the website. How do I get this done? Oh, that's lower on the totem pole because we're trying to do this. Great. Okay, fine. I'll go find a resource somewhere else. Go to IT. IT's like, well, the lights are on. I don't know what your problem is. <laughs> what, what, we're too busy. We can't help we're you. We're too busy. Uh, you know, and you're just like, where you know, where do you, you know, where do you fall in that stuff? So, I, I just was just kind of summarizing a little bit of what we're we were chit chatting, and I agree. And I, I fundamentally believe that the digital needs to be its own space, right? And we you know we're just talking about one of our old colleagues who, you know, whose company is their company, PPG, is in that path where they're physically separating or not only separating, just creating an actual C-level environment where it's going to be, get enough accountability all the way up to the C-suite, right? And that's kind of – that's almost like the natural progression of how uh, a company goes. Now, for yours, which is interesting because you – at one point when you started off, you were in the support side of the house, correct? Um, no, so – so I reside in customer success. I've always oh, resided I'm sorry. Okay, I'm there sorry. for a couple, success. Of, couple of years, which that is part, sort of part of uh, support. Or support is part of the customer success. I'm part of the customer success management. So I, I guess you know the way I'll kind of start this off is it's interesting because a lot of times when you think of digital, or when I think of digital, I think of the digital assets. So you know you could have, like in our case, a community. Uh, a main website, a documentation portal, mm. um, sites that customers go to log in to create a case um, and to get different information there and maybe some other stuff, right? So, um, you know, in, in our organization, we different people are accountable 
for those digital sites. So, so it doesn't all roll up into one. As a matter of fact, you know, the the three digital sites that, you know, our documentation portal that's digital, uh, uh, our community that's digital, and our main purpose site uh, is digital. They all roll into different groups and different people. And so, you know, what I'm seeing is this, um, you know, is that there's not, there's accountability, but, um, but it's all just depending on who you roll up to. So if I want to change something on my site, oh, well, that kind of makes you sense. know, you, you know, I might or might not be able to get the resource to to do like code changes or even if it's CSS, I probably just have to hire a third party to to help change some of that because you know I'm not, you know, I don't know that much CSS or any. I mean, I could Google it, but um, but really don't know that kind of stuff. So I, I do think that. You know, when you look at companies like PPG or even Rexel, et cetera, to, to, and I don't know if I've seen it at tech companies to where there's a chief digital officer or, you know, that kind of stuff. But I do believe that digital, in my mind, it would be so much easier if digital rolled up into like a, a digital kind of person, you know what I mean? That just owned it all and could have this the vision, strategic vision for that. But that's not how it is in most tech organizations anyways, you know? Do you, do you ever see like the, I hate to use the word popularity, but do you ever see the, maybe it's the spotlight of community change over time at uh, your company? Like sometimes you're, everyone wants to talk to you and then all of a sudden you're like trying to get people's time. Did you see that change over time? It did change over time, actually in a better way, because at first, and I think that's anything when you start from something from scratch and from zero, you know, one is even if people believe it, they don't, they have full-time jobs and they don't want to help. Right. But I've created such an atmosphere where I believe I have, I mean, it seems like it, you know, that um, people are excited because they get to do a webinar. Everybody wants to join. Everyone wants to go. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> and they're promoted in big ways. They're bloggers. You know, like, think about it. Like, they're creating blogs, but I'm I'm actually creating the blog for them, mm. taking it to a third party. They're mm. writing it. And I just get them to correct it, look at it, make sure everything's good. Oh, it's good. And so they're authoring blogs uh, because of the work that, you know, I've done and, you know, because of all the legwork that I'm doing, right? Uh, yeah. and, and so, but but then they're more willing to help, right? So they'll do these really technical webinars yep. and then I'll promote them in a heavy way. You know, I'll get on LinkedIn and say some stuff or I'll let them let people know in Slack. I'll, you know, email their boss and their boss's boss and say, thank you so much. I'll copy my boss and boss's boss, you know, to make sure they're getting accolades because they deserve it, right? I mean, they're doing a full-time job in addition to helping with community um, activities. And so now it's to a point it's not perfect yet, right? But people are, um, for the most part, excited to be engaged in the community. You know, some of the issues are still not, all my questions are answered on the community. So that's a very positive thing, but it's not as fast as I would like, you know? So, um, but at some point I got to get customers to start really answering customer questions more. Uh, <laughs> well, than, well, that's interesting. So uh, since, since you brought it up, I mean, how, have you seen that switch or is it just more of a, um, I wouldn't say switch, that's the wrong term, but do you see that happening a little bit or is it just more of a? No, I do. Uh, 
Oh, you do. Okay, good, good, good. Okay, good. Yeah, I, I mean, customers are answering customer partners are answering customer questions and things like that. I'd say the bulk of it, though, probably seventy percent today is customers are coming in to ask questions. Partners are coming to ask questions, so that's good. Uh, but a lot of us are answering the questions. It is a support community, mm-hmm, and I pride mm-hmm. myself in answering questions as that's quickly right. as possible. Yeah. And so, if another customer is not going to do it as of today. You know, uh, now that just tells me, you know, for uh, January on or next year, I need to build a, a plan to really think about how to get customers more engaged. So you know how it is. You got to build the the foundation. And I, I think I've mentioned this before in other podcasts is yep. that's what we're doing from a, a business technology standpoint, integration, et cetera, and content and things like that. You know, now I can start working on. Uh, let, let's not call it a super user program, but you know something to that effect, right? Like, how do I get to a super user program? And so, building maybe Slack channels for a certain group of people that you know uh, will have access to different kinds of people, you know, within our organization, right? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and if they do these things, so really start building up, you know, some of that. And I think that those quite, you know, some of the rules could be something like, well, if you want to be in the Slack channel, or if you want to get you know, some uh, T-shirt or whatever the hell it is. Um, <laughs> you know, you have to do these things, right? Like answer ten questions a week, or I don't know uh, those kinds of things. You know, and, and so be so this funny. exclusive. Do what? No, it's funny because it just reminds me of uh, what we were talking about. How do we get? How do we attract people to our community? I think we said, well, just just let's give away some things, or you know, you know, just give them a T-shirt or something like that. And I started laughing. I said, you know what? <laughs> That is true. We will we'll get a we'll get a shitload of people if, just to get the free stuff. But whether or not we keep the good ones, you know, the, the people who want to stay. Well, I think swag is. <laughs> I just the sh- conversation. I just made me laugh. <laughs> it's, swag is a short term fix, you know, but people do like it. But you will get a shitload of people coming to the site. Yeah, <laughs> they'll come to the site and they'll answer some questions. So I think there's some importance to swag, probably, uh, but it's not the key. Thing, right like so right, how do right, you right. create long-term programs to continue to keep customers engaged you know and so it's this a year blunt, blunt it's a blunt tool but it gets the job yeah done. yeah, yeah. So, you know like this year uh, i'm trying two amas ask me anything and, and i'll do the best job i possibly can to promote it to get questions and beforehand uh, i have the right experts on there right you know and so uh we'll see how these go and that, that would be yeah, kind i of just a, don't think there's anything wrong with amas i think that's a I mean, uh, well, let me ask you a couple questions. Are, are they, how do you promote them? Do you promote them? Yeah, well, uh, so our first one is on September 18th, right? So it's. Oh, so this is going to be your first one? Yeah, for the AMA. September yeah, 18th, usually, okay. usually I do these more expertise things. But uh, the way I'm going to promote it is, and I put this plan together one is um, to our existing customer base. So I have that uh already in the community so those people i will send questions to and rely on some of them or i will ask them to send me questions um and then uh that will go out to probably four or five hundred different people within the community on each one depending on their product Hmm. Uh, and then um then i'll ask um our customer success manager team so our tech touch team to Mm -hmm. send an email to every customer that they can that's not part of the community um, and let them know about that. Uh, so, you know, that'll probably be another thousand or two customers that will be sent to. Uh, I think only 40 or 50 will show up, but uh, 
But then what I'll do is um, I'll gather all those questions. I'll ask to log in on their behalf so they don't have to do it. I'll create a, a discussion thread. And then I will uh, add that. I would add the questions that those customers asked under their name. Yep, yep. Under that discussion thread, I will then send that thread over to the three or four experts that will be on there, and I'll say, "Hey, these are the questions that we're going to ask first. And I'll be the moderator. I'll be the one kind of, you know, asking the questions, and you'll be answering. Then, I hope you know people on the call will then start asking the uh, even more questions. You know, and so. See how it goes. I mean, um, do you have an example of others you've been looking at to see how to st structure one? Um, I did. Like, I looked at uh, like this one company, Genesis. They record all their AMAs and stuff like that, and they have a YouTube channel. Um, Genesis, you say? Yeah, G E N E Y S I S. I don't remember, but they have a community. It's not channel S I S. It's S Y S or something like S Y S. Yeah, yeah. They this one dude does some cool stuff there. Uh, they even have their own YouTube channel and everything. Um, so I'll be doing, I'll be doing that and see how it goes and then iterate, you know, and, and, and we'll have two. So uh, if it doesn't do well in September, we'll do it on another type of product or uh, it's, it's essay product. So we have a, a data sec product, uh, which is many products. And then we have an application security um, products, yep. and so we'll just kind of cover the gamut of that those two areas, and we'll see how it goes. I mean, I mean, if they're a hit, I'll do one every month. You know, yeah. Um, because as you were talking, um, like even from my industry, I'm, what I've been—I think I said this last time on the podcast—is uh, one of the advantages about being a credit union is you can be very engage with the community and maybe surface questions and or thoughts that folks have that don't know how to answer you know, there's there isn't a, a maybe like a a record source record to say hey this is of truth or this is how we would respond or banks tend to be a bit monolithic right very kind of opposing not opposing um um imposing, I guess is the best way to say it, you know, kind of like, how do you, they only want to talk to people who have a lot of money, right? And in this community, it's definitely opposite. So in my head, what I'm thinking, right, like, as you were talking was, you know, since we don't necessarily have, and as part of the thing I've been thinking about, sorry, to go back a little bit, you know, even on the budget side, you know, I've already started putting in this idea of uh, what I call FAQs, we, you and I, you and I both know what that means, right? Uh, starting the, starting the process of how do you take information coming in from the front line, and at least at a minimum putting that out as SEO drivers, you know that kind of stuff, right? And then eventually kind of start talking in a more form like conversation point. I've already That's exactly had. what I'm doing, by the way, on those AMAs. I'm taking that uh, and, and we'll take those questions and add it to a, a page for. In, Q&A, Q&A, you know what I mean? So yeah, 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 yeah. And it's great. You know, the other thing I always think about too is that this is a this is a bilingual uh, culture. So it, unlike what we were doing in other places where you can just really focus on English, this is truly where we're, you know, even down to forms, there has to be enough room for two languages, uh, which again, I find very fascinating. Uh, 
to go back a little bit. That is fascinating to me. Yeah, it's, it's very fascinating. So everything I, I love to work in other languages, like even though I don't know it, I remember getting content out in French and German all the time, you know? Well, it, it definitely made the day interesting, right? <laughs> it uh, did. <laughs> I messed up in one big, in, in some of the French <laughs> stuff. I was like, you know, I don't know if, you're, if you remember it, but uh, we're getting, you know, we created some really great content uh, in German. And, uh, and so we want to do the same thing in, Fr in France. And, mm. um, and although it was good content and it was about a specific product, that they that they had uh not esbora but uh maybe it was domatique it was a lighting type i don't i'm oh, I remember yeah, yeah, yeah. domatique yeah 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 it was the uh, home yeah uh yeah that's it i forget but anyways home automation it was a, a domatique yeah we got lots of content and i got it uh, translate not just translate i mean we we got it written in french and everything else but it was so markety and fluffy we couldn't use it for our support. I was like, "Shit!" You know, we. I mean, we probably spent. I like do remember that. That's true. It was three or four grand, or on the it, content. That's not so. bad. It was just. It wasn't substantive. Yeah, it just. It was a learning experience for me, and you know, it wasn't. It was. I mean, I think you were a little perturbed, but I mean, at the end of the day, we just moved <laughs> on. It's not perturbed. We, we have to yeah, go through I, our journeys. <laughs> I was perturbed. I was like, oh. And I felt like I was like he's not gonna let me like spend any more money on content, you know. And so, but we still there did. was some of that too. But you know, I, I couldn't tell you just like, yeah, it's not gonna work, man. But go ahead, yeah, because yeah. yeah. you know who knows. And in some in some level, you know, you have to kind of say you're not the one who's always the smartest person. Maybe this one will work, you know. <laughs> I'm not always the smartest person, but we'll no, see. I mean it that way. But I mean, I, I'm not just for myself. But I think a lot of people in leadership positions they think they are the smartest person, right? Yeah. And then they think they like to hear themselves talk and think as a result, because people listen, because they're in a leadership position, they just think that everything they say is golden. Right. And, and, and that's when you stop learning. But anyway, that's that's a total aside. But it's a good uh, point. One of the fascinating things uh, about the again, going uh, kind of rambling a bit, but it's going about about languages is, <laughs> you know, you, you and I've had uh, experience in doing all this in other countries. Right. Yeah. Well, and when I say all of this, I mean community and how do you in, how do you engage a foreign when I say foreign non American and I'll say the word non American speaking uh, 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 users onto their site and every culture is completely different every culture is completely different and it's it's oh, yes. amazing how especially if you're working for a U.S. company and whether and if your company is based in another in another country. How incredibly, I would say the word is it self-centered, uh, uh, biased? Maybe is the uh, word that we can become. <laughs> for sure, for sure, we experience that, you know. And all the brands are in American English. I use those terms, American English, for purposely in this in this in this regard. And then we translate them somewhere else, like when we're doing uh, the grid. Remember? Um, yeah. And it made for the power grid, which, you know, you get the kind of, and it's interconnected and it's, it's, um, it supplies power to everything. So does the community, but yet we all have to contribute into it or else it doesn't work. You know, it had all these kind of, uh, sub meanings to it. Yeah. It made sense. Right. But then when you go, I remember we're going to have our first discussion with France and we're like, what does this mean? Uh, the grid, you know? No, what is the grid? Uh, what is grid? What is, le grid? Grid, you know? <laughs> didn't, it, it didn't have the same it. meaning. 
Yeah. So, and of course, I try to explain to it in French, and they're like, uh, we don't have these in France, huh? But you know, you know what's weird about that? It's the grid. It's called different, right? It's not, uh, it's not called a grid, right? Yeah. You know what's funny about that whole story is, so by the way, the grid was our uh, online community that we had in uh, France and, and North America. And then we called it something else in Germany because they didn't like, and like you said, the grid called Electrohelden, so yeah. Electric Heroes. Um, there's only one, interesting enough, there's only one community now that is there now. It's the French grid community. So if you go to the grid dot the grid.fr or whatever it is. Uh, I, I forget the URL. Yeah, That's the only that. one standing. It's the only one available. The other two are gone. So, yeah. and that was, and, and you know what it is? Mostly from Essebora. You know, they're answering questions and things like that. So it was exactly what we said uh, that needed it. You know, a company that has the software, yep. they're using it for that yep. mostly. So, although I will say, this is a, you know, um, not, not side to, note, but not to disparage. No, no, it's a good one. So this is it's it's quite, uh, yeah, it it's it's quite germane, right? Because we're talking about uh, starting off the show around where does digital reside, accountability, and uh, the way I said, oh, it's you know, it's you know, how is your community doing, Chris? And you said, oh, it's you know, I feel it's in a better place. And I said, oh, it's like being at the Chris show, right? Kind of at the party, <laughs> uh, and. You know, we talk a lot about making sure that you have the right alignment at a senior level. One of the things I've, I would say, we, we all know this, it's not a learning. It's just an, when you do not have support from the highest, highest levels, right? So when leadership really changed at their our last company, and, um, and not to disparage, it's just he had his own personal view of what digital meant. That's right. It was definitely different from what the data clearly shows is how you run digital. Now, that's the best way I can say it. Um, and because uh, going back to this, you know, remember I said, uh, as a leader, you think you're the smartest person, blah, blah, blah. And I think in his, and I would admit, in this is my own personal opinion, that he really truly thought that his view of digital and the way he kind of ran, ran things uh, uh, was the right way. And so you have a lot of folks who said, okay, yes, boss, you know, um, you're right. Even though I tell you the data is truly not the way it is, but hey, hey, you know, you're the boss, right? And it's a good example of where this is one of those casualties, right? This, uh, you said, we don't need this, we don't need this, and kind of uh, closed it. And it wasn't, when you, part of it was also uh, closing the food, right? In other words, we did, you starved it. So it, it, it's, a community is also – you can kill it in a couple ways, but one of the major things is obviously just lack of participation. Yeah. Uh, another one is lack of money. But um, if you do not give it any attention, which is the primary way it thrives, it will just die. And so that's kind of one of those things. You know, you just could not get enough – you could not – and and a leader, as, as a, our previous uh, – one of our mentors says, my biggest value as a as a leader is – to give attention to things, right? Yeah. Um, and it kind of sounds egotistical in some way, but it actually is truth, right? So as a leader, uh, your value, part of your value is choosing the right things to give your attention to. And um, in this case, is a really good example of if you move your attention away from it, it begins to die, right? And so making sure you have the right um, uh, 
um, I guess the strategically you're putting your attention on the right on the right things. I mean, that's, that's where that point. that's where that last uh, company was, and I think it kind of rounds back to what we were starting off with the conversation is that accountability needs to always be in this when we're talking about community in that that place needs to be present because it will you could potentially die you know it, it, with all the great work especially what you're putting in Chris to get stuff <laughs> yeah yeah look Chris I mean <laughs> this thing though is is that it doesn't need to be a Chris party I mean you make it. Uh, as interesting and fun as possible, but it has to be more of a, uh, my job now is, is to, yes, I get some really good stuff going and all these things, but how do I kind of shift the minds to not just want to participate, but to invest in community from a people standpoint, from, you know, uh, those kinds of things. And, and I think that that's my job to go do. Um, it's, and, and it's a tough one, but, you know, um, but that's why, you know, we are where we are. You know, mm, if it was yeah. everybody would do it, I guess. Well, it's what keeps us. It's what keeps us all employed, right? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> oh, Chris, I have no idea how we are able to uh, uh, fill uh, our time. We always start off by saying, "What are we going to talk about?" I so, ah, just record. We'll, we'll trust me. We'll find something. Figure it out. I know. I love it. As always, Chris, I enjoy uh, chit chatting with you, and I hope others that I know others do too. So uh, thank you, Chris, once again for another great episode of uh, Peers Over Beers. I'm one of your hosts, Michael Zanibal. And I'm Chris Stetzel. All right. Thank you, guys. Talk to you later. Thanks.